to Coffee and Magic with Sarah Amala. There we go. All right, so here we are. Amazing. Hi, <laughs> nice Hi, to meet you. So great to meet you as well. So for those of you listening, I found Steph on TikTok and I'm really new to TikTok and, um, you know, like I'm an old person on TikTok or whatever because I'm in my late 30s. So I've been like trying to figure out all the TikTok stuff and your stuff popped up about the gateway project or the, uh-huh. is, is that what you call it? Um, yeah. And I just started watching and became a little bit obsessed because and correct me if I'm wrong, but the thing that really um, made me so interested in hearing about this is it's kind of like the scientific proof of what we do in the metaphysical world with manifesting and all of that. Literally exactly correct. That's all of everything that I started, like all of the thoughts in my brain like from the metaphysical viewpoint you know Mm -hmm. and when I got time actually I got laid off from America last year which was probably a blessing guys because that was terrible I hated it um but sorry it was breaking up yeah all right let me move I'm gonna move to the living room really quick all right one second it's one of those days with tech, I'm telling you. It's always one of those days, especially with me. It's just like tech never works for me. It's like all of that energy, you're just blasting everything. Yeah, totally. Um, sorry about the internet. It should be better here. Let me know if it's not. Okay. But you were saying that you got laid off. Yes. So I got laid off from corporate America and I had heard um, about the Pentagon releasing information about UFOs. So I had begun kind of researching and I was like, well, what else have they released information about, honestly? Um, Because, you know, who better to like know everything than the government because it's literally their job to like know everything, you know, to like what to hide from people and all of that, you know, they just know. So I started looking and I was like, that would be an amazing um, like kind of viewpoint because they also have scientists, like a lot of people get like confused because they think that the research was done by the CIA themselves or by like the government agency themselves. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't trust the government. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm not trusting the government either. That is not my viewpoint. (laughs) Um, We're trusting the scientists that did all the research that were hired by the government because of all of their work. Okay. Yeah. So um, with the Monroe Institute, that's actually how I'm like interviewing the president. I guess they had come across my videos too. And um, he wanted to set up a Q&A with me. So I was like, I would literally love to discuss page 25 that's missing from that document about the gateway process and everything. So um, we had set it up and he essentially was going into depth. Like he was like, I can't speak for what the CIA did on their behalf, but on our end here, this is what we did at the Monroe Institute because they are the scientists that like came up with the whole process. Wow. Okay. And so we're clear. What, what are, what, like, what is this project about? Um, so the gateway process. Mm-hmm. So the gateway process is literally just a meditation series. So it's not using drugs. It's not using anything crazy. A lot of people are getting the wrong interpretation because governments have done a lot of crazy things in the past with like, you know, MK Ultra or something like that. 
but there's no drugs or anything involved. It's just a meditation technique that uses binaural beats to mm. essentially synchronize the hemispheres of your brain and get you into really deep meditative states quicker. Whoa. Yes, and it essentially teaches you, it gives you techniques and tools. Each, um, each tape has different tools for you to learn and they kind of build off of one another. And one of them is like an energy ball thing. Um, it's called the reball. And what they do is it's essentially imagining your mind like flowing out like energy from the top of your head around your body and like encasing it in an egg, right? Yeah. And then it goes into your feet and like you just kind of follow the circle. It's like a flow of energy. So this technique provides like a protection in the astral for all these meditations and everything. It's like using your electromagnetic fields to expand that energy and kind of like get you to that vibratory state. Wow, okay. Yeah. So this is this is so interesting to me because, you know, in, in what I do, this is kind of like what we do when we do activations and meditations is we visualize this. And I think, you know, my friend Jen is making eggs all the time. So it's just fascinating to me that there are actual scientists that have created this program that is something we've been using, but not like having all the explanations about. Totally. And that's exactly what I think it is too. And I like to use the analogy of like even gravity, you know, before people understood gravity, people weren't just floating. You know what I mean? Like we, they we were just, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, maybe they were, but no, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like we didn't know how it worked, but people were still there and we had to figure out how it worked. So the same way with the metaphysical, I feel. And I think that scientists were just so much more invested than we had ever been led to believe and there's so much research done on it. And like the scientific papers, the scientific research that's been done, I've like read through so many documents. And I have a Google Classrooms document page on like Google Classrooms um, for all of the links that I find in the Google, in, in the CIA database. <laughs> are those available to us to look at? They are, and they're on my bio. Like if you go to my bio on either TikTok or Instagram, mm -hmm. my link, it'll show up in the link. I have a bunch of links and it's in the link. Awesome. So if you're watching this on the podcast, assume the link is in the description because I'll find it and put it there for you. Okay, awesome. But okay, so so from looking at your TikToks, it looks like you've been doing these things, right? Totally, yes. <laughs> so how is that? It's honestly the craziest meditation that I've ever done. And I, it's the only meditations that I like to do now, just because it's like, it's such a deeper feeling. You know what I mean? I just can get into those states so much quicker and it feels like, I don't know. It's just, so it comes so easy because it's literally using technology to synchronize the hemispheres of your brain to get you to that state so quickly. And like, you're using all these visualization techniques to help you in your energy. And it's really cool. And they have different techniques and everything. One of the techniques of the gateway process is actually remote viewing. Ooh. So in the meditation, you remote view what's in this envelope and there's six numbers and you have to guess the six numbers and like perceive them. And, and did you? I think I did. I emailed the president back of the Monroe Institute. He was like, let me know if you have any questions ever. And I was like, hey, could you actually please tell me what the answer is? So the remote viewing question is bothering me. I can't <laughs> it anywhere. 
You're like, I need to know if I'm right about this. I need to know. I was like, I think that I am because I very clearly saw it, but I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's so interesting how you can perceive things so clearly and so vividly in these states. And I think it's really interesting that it's like being shared again. And there, the Monroe Institute is like a leader in consciousness studies. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting because this is like the scientific research for the metaphysical. It's like what we were saying, you know, it's connecting the, the metaphysical world with all the spiritual and the psychic abilities and everything. And it's just fascinating to be like on the frontier with this, like here, like alive in this period now. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like it's like you know we clearly came here to do these things and and have and to have the merging of the metaphysical and the science together just feels like such amazing validation. And now, like people who before were like, oh no, that's woo woo, it's not real, you're imagining stuff. They you can't even argue that anymore. Totally. And that's what it is for me, I think. When I started looking back and I was like, well, what other documents have the government released? And a lot of these things were just things that I had thought from a metaphysical standpoint. I mean, I was never, I was actually raised in like a religious context. I was raised Roman Catholic, never really resonated for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just thought I was an atheist and then I had crazy manifestations happening to me. I didn't know what was going on. I had spirit things happening to me. It was crazy. And I kind of found myself in this world under, trying to understand what was happening to me. And I was like, okay, well, I know I'm not crazy. So I want to know what's going on. Nobody wants to talk about this. So something's happening and nobody's talking about it. So I was like, well, I can't really find scientific abstracts anywhere on the like Google Scholar or anything like that. You know, they're, they're hidden. Nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. So I was like, the government would obviously have that information because they want to keep it top secret and the declassified files. I mean, it's been over 25 years, they're going to release them. So I looked and then they had all of this information about like literally everything, remote viewing, telepathy, reincarnation. Like they had so many things. It's insane. Ooh, wait, hold on a second. Re what did you read about the reincarnation? So, yes, I did. <laughs> ah. um, <laughs> yes, and there, there's a couple documents listing reincarnation as being studied, but it doesn't elaborate too, too much as to like how they're studying that. I've done a couple videos on that on the past, but one of them, I'm trying to remember exactly what it said. Um, something about how we are all energy and like when the physical body dies, the memories and the knowledge don't, they come along with us. They literally said this in the document and they were like, they continue on. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. So there's some way that they have been able to confirm that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, all of the studies that I'm aware of right now are from like cases of the reincarnation type. So like children that are remembering past lives and everything, and they can verify kind of details that they shouldn't even have any idea about. So it's kind of crazy that these kids would have details of a past life, you know, somebody else's life supposedly that is just so accurate and they have all the information they remember everything details names and even kids being like oh like my other mom said this or something like that talking about another mom things like that and it's all 
so interesting because I feel like a lot of people aren't really aware that those things happening when kids are younger are of this nature, you know, and a lot of people are just like, oh, haha, imagination. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we talk a lot about imagination because, you know, when you're little, you are kind of programmed to believe your imagination is just for fun and it's not real, right? Mm -hmm. But doesn't it make so much sense that that would be the program that we are given at an early age so that we don't access our ability to work within this quantum field? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, it's just been going on forever, like pro literally programming us. And I think it's amazing that so many of us are kind of waking up out of this matrix and we're like, hello, what's going on? I'm, I'm wondering, like, you know, as we're talking about the reincarnation and the children, I'm wondering if moving forward, because we are starting to unlock that so much and normalize it, if, you know, moving forward in our, our next generations of people being born here, will they be able to remember who they are much more, um, you know, much more quickly than we are now, you know, because it's kind of like we're rebirthing ourselves like as adults and trying to like, you know, remember all of the past lives and like where we're from and like, you know, having all this information flood in. But like, I always wonder like, how would it be if as a child you were encouraged to open up to this and remember? And that's what I think is so immaculate about where we are right now is that we can become that, like we can make that happen for the next generation, even like having those, having those people being able to just grow up with that mindset. Could you imagine not having those limitations set? Could you imagine not having that in your mind? And like, imagine what you'd be capable of. Like we are our own worst enemy with our limitations. And like, it was programmed that way. Totally. Oh, I love that so much. And, you know, it, it makes total sense that when we leave our physical body, like we know energy never ends. We know that. So it makes total sense that we would retain all of the information and experiences that we had in one specific life, because that otherwise, you know, our theories of having past lives doesn't add up at all. Uh-huh. Absolutely. We wouldn't remember, right? Like if we didn't retain that. Right. Absolutely. And I think that um, it's actually super interesting, too, because one of the gateway experience, um, one of the gateway process tapes they've actually worked on since Stargate. So since the psychic research program of the CIA, um, when they were originally doing these meditations and everything, they have developed new ones where there's a focus level 34 and a focus level 35, which is essentially the over soul of yourself. So it's literally, you can view, I think I just saw an orb that was crazy. Um, in your, in your computer, I, you need to look back on that. That was cool. Um, I, yeah. So you can literally look at your oversoul, like in this program, they teach you, like they can bring you to the meditate, like meditative point where you can literally encompass all of your dimensional selves, like all of your, like, everything like every aspect of yourself in every universe you know how it's like the theory of the um the fibonacci sequence the spiral how it's always like continuing down you know it's like the same thing but a smaller level and the same thing but a smaller level yeah so yeah okay <laughs> that is i i want to do that now i have a question for you about when you're doing these meditations um do they like are you provided with the binaural beats or do you just find them 
So you're totally provided. It's actually a guided meditation. So the way that, uh uh-huh, yeah, the way that it works is it's like a guided meditation. It starts using binaural beats and different tones and everything. And it's approximately 35 minutes long, each one. Mm -hmm. So there are six waves that I have on my, oh, I also have the links to these in my bio as well um, in the link. So uh, anybody can access these and try them for themselves if they'd like. And essentially there are six different waves and all that is, is kind of think of it as like a CD. Wave one is like one CD and you have six meditations on wave one. Okay. And are those like the levels too? So not necessarily. I think it's just they were, um, the waves are just labeled such because it kind of groups it together as a CD, but they have focus levels, which is, I think, what you're thinking of. And they, that's like the level of kind of our consciousness almost. And it's talking about like focus level 10 is expanded awareness, um, focus level 12, and then it goes up 15 and there's more. Actually, they had created a bunch since the Stargate program. Like I had mentioned too, I was actually just hearing about that on the interview last week from the Monroe Institute's president, Dr. Scott Taylor. Um, Amazing man, by the way, literally love him. And um, yeah, I just, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought really quick. (laughs) I got excited. I do that all the time. I'm like, oop, not here anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay, I was thinking, I was like thinking back to the interview about like learning about that. And I was like, yeah. So yeah, with the oversouls and it's really cool encompassing all those different things, the meditations. So um, yes, the meditations, there are six different ones per wave. So there's approximately 36 meditations that I have on this link and it takes you to a Google drive and you can like download them and listen to them and whatever. And you're able to do them. They're all like 35-ish minutes long. And it's really crazy how quickly you can feel yourself kind of getting into this meditative state. And it was like super reassuring. Also, I'm very excited to let you know, I think you're like the very first I'm ever saying this to, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, editing. I got approval from the Monroe Institute to like work on the YouTube video quicker and they want approval, like they want me to send it to them for approval and then they want to publish it. So like the whole thing, the whole interview will be out. Oh my God. Steph. Yes. Yes. They wanted. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> if people say TikTok is stupid. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I was like, they were like, no, we should totally do the TikToks. And I was like, I'm down for whatever you guys want to do. And then they were like, okay, no, I think we should do the YouTube though. And I was like, all right, amazing. Let's do that. <laughs> Oh my God. That's so, I'm so, I don't even know you. I'm so excited for you and like so proud of you. (laughs) Go get it. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you so much. Um, Weird, weird question, but somewhat relevant. Have you ever seen that movie, Men Who Stare at Goats? Okay. I've never seen that, but people literally comment that on all of my TikToks. I know it's some movie. I know it's like an experiment. I think they used to try to kill the goats by staring at them. Yes. So I I watched it for the first time the other day because when I was telling somebody that I was going to have this interview with you, they were like, well, well, that's what, that's what men who stare at goats is. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) And so I went and looked it up. It's on, um, I don't know, it was like on HBO Max maybe, but basically yes about this faction of the u.s government that was created after vietnam to that was like the new earth army and they explored meditation quantum physics all of that stuff and part of it was that like you could develop the ability to you know kill like stop stop a heart with your concentration 
basically. Oh, yes, they have those documents in the in the database as well. I've read them. Oh my god. So I when I was watching it, I figured that. I was like, I bet that this like Monroe Institute study situation is like based off of whatever that secret government thing, because they made a real big point of in the beginning of the movie saying like, oh, some of this might be more true than you think, but they were trying to make it funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I bet this is like historical. <laughs> really yeah, totally. And it's, I, I agree that it's, I mean, I've read the documents on that, like we are able to control bodily functions with our mind like of other people of ourselves like you're able to regulate your systems and it's like actually insane when you like look into the documents and the studies that they've done and the effect sizes that they've had and everything like if you get into the actual research documents my um, bachelor's degree was in psychology so I did a lot of work like analyzing cases and um, research and everything like that so it was like this is so interesting to me to like look at from this perspective wow um for people watching on instagram live if you have um if you have questions for steph just post them there so far we have just we have jen saying that she's obsessed with your TikTok. oh my god hi thank you jen <laughs> and stacy's saying that i'm thinking she's referring to this government operation that it's still happening and it's still an operation which is interesting. Yeah, I ha so I wanted to ask the president of the Monroe Institute that, but I'm sure like, he, so he can't speak on the government themselves because he doesn't know what they're doing, but they're no longer in connection, at least from that aspect. So they're not working with them still. Like, it's not like, I know a lot of people are getting kind of confused too, where I get where it's confusing, but the government's like not included in the gateway tapes anymore. Like the gateway tapes were released by, the actual Monroe Institute, the scientists that created them because they worked and the government wanted to only weaponize this. Like that's why they were researching it in the first place. Uh, and when, yeah. So when they couldn't weaponize it, they were like, oh, well, let's stop researching then. It's not that it didn't work. It's just that they didn't war. It didn't work how they wanted it to work because <laughs> they had bad intentions. They're like, boring. We can't kill people with this. <laughs> no, I think it's really all about their intentions. And I really think they couldn't militarize it as much as they wanted to, because I really think it, I, I think it just has something to do with their intentions because like, if you have good intentions going into these things, you have crazy results. And if like you have really bad intentions, like it's just not going to work for you, you know? Uh, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's so interesting that you say that because um, recently I don't really do time anymore. I can't remember, but, um, I usually, I, I do channeling and we were channeling about the coronavirus. And one of the things that came through was this concept that when you create something with the, in, with a, with a negative intent, with the intent to hurt, to destroy, to control, manipulate, whatever it is, whatever you create is created in that vibration. So nothing good can ever come of that because it's planted in that negative soil, you know? Yeah. And if you have good intentions, and like if you if you are coming at something from a place of love in your heart space, like even if you kind of fuck it up a little bit, like it's it's so much more positive in its impact because of how you approach it and where you're where you're coming from, so to speak. Totally. I've also even noticed that like Sometimes, I don't know, maybe it's just like a manifestation standpoint that I'm thinking of right now. But if I go into something with like super pure intentions, like I'm thinking of like the in, infant, like instant manifestation that I had, the reason that like I got into all of this stuff, it was a really crazy story. I can share that if you'd like to. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it was, I was like at work and you know how um, emotions play into 
things happening in these these uh, experiences, you know? So heightened emotional states happen like that. I was in a really, really shitty place in my life at the moment. And I was at work. I was literally there by myself crying. Like I was just not having it. And I was like, literally like, I, I was super depressed. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to elaborate on that. Like, and I was just crying. And then all of a sudden my feel good song, which was build me up buttercup came on the radio. And we had a Pandora radio at the time. Okay. So like, I couldn't change it. I couldn't put the song on. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, wow. If this song could play for an hour straight, I would literally be okay. And I thought that in my head, an infinitesimal thought, And then I just like needed it so bad in my soul. And I was like, fuck, that can't even happen. Like, I'm so sick of it. Like, I like what else? And then right after that song ended, it came on again. And like, I've never in my life heard a Pandora radio, like repeat one song, let alone for an hour straight, literally on my cat's life. It played for an hour straight. And I was like, just absolutely mind fucked sitting there. I was like, I thought I was an atheist. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Whoa. I mean, the same song played on Pandora for an hour over and over again? Yes. Yes. At my work. Like, literally, I was the only one there. It was a shitty slow day and nobody was even staying in there. And I was like, this is totally for me. It's totally for you. And it was like, we're going to play it for an hour just in case she thinks this is not a sign. Yeah. They were like, just in case you're obviously not listening because we can get that you're not. Um. (laughs) And then, okay, wait. Then what happened? Um, so after that, literally, I mean, I just like it shifted my entire mood. It literally shattered my entire reality because I I'm there at work. Like there's no physical way. I'm the only one. It's a Pandora radio. There's literally no way that song could have even come on in the first place. Like I've never heard it on that station, let alone like repeat for an hour. And that was absolutely insane. And like, it just gave me so much hope because that's my feel good song because I volunteered a lot with mothers against drunk driving and um, we did, I was a co-coordinator for their youth group. So we did like flash mobs to that song. So it just like gave me hope and like reminded me of all like the good and like the youth and like, just like, I don't know, everybody just being so like good hearted. And that's why I was just like, wow, like this is crazy that I'm hearing this for an hour straight right now. Like I think I'm okay. And then I started looking into what is happening and like, how do you even begin to start looking into that? Right. I had like no friends that were really into it. So I was like, I don't, I have no idea what's going on like right now to me at all. So um, I reached out, I think one of my friends, Kat at the time, she was kind of into this stuff. And I was like, hey, like, I don't know what's going on. And we were like chatting about it. And then it was crazy because we started like experiencing some of the same things together at like the same time. But um, yeah, it was just a lot. (laughs) That's what got me here. And I just haven't stopped looking since because I I know what happened. Like it wasn't, it was there. Yeah, it was like that. It was that inception point. It was that moment where everything changed because you were you were basically contacted, right, by something you couldn't just explain. You couldn't call it just like oh coincidence, and like just like pierced through right into your reality. It's so amazing. Totally, and it was so crazy too because I was like such a logical person. Not like logical, but you know what I mean. So like analytical, like left brain thinking. Where I'm like, no, like. I get it. I was like very like academically, you know, like I I was just like, (laughs) I don't know. I'd study a lot. Like I, I did really well in school and I was just very like sciencey brained. I thought in this aspect where I was like, 
this is crazy. And then now that's where I'm coming from to like converge the two because they do overlap. And there are so many documents in, in the CIA database that even go into the science more of this, like the physics of this, like, and it's insane. I wish I understood the physics of it. I don't, but well, maybe you don't yet, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's just, it's so exciting to hear you talk about this because it's, it's felt like, you know, in the past, all of these things, like I said before, it's like, that's crazy woo woo stuff, you know, like it's not real. And to have this merging of the science and the mystical together just feels like such a wonderful new world to be stepping into, you know? Yeah. And I'm so like happy that other people are taking it that way as well. And like, because for me, it was just, it's not even that like we needed the validation. Cause like when you experience something, you know, it happens. Like, it's fine. If other people don't believe it, that's whatever. But like, I wanted to like, let people know that you can be a part of this too. Like it's out there. Like it's, it's not just certain people that this happens to certain people it happens to more. Sure. But I think it's all about vibrations and things like that. And it's all about like how in tune you are with it so it's all about like getting in tune with it and I think if anybody wants to do it I think you should totally do it because nobody ever talked about this stuff really when I was growing up so I had no idea about any of this and like I just am so happy that I could connect with like-minded people and like we can share this message too to like help other people too yeah it's amazing um Steph you mentioned that you might have some questions that you wanted to answer while we're here do you have any Um, so yes, let me, I'm going to grab my TikTok really quick. I'm going to scroll through some of them. I had some of them saved. Um, I know one of them was about the, I got so many about the YouTube video that is coming soon. I just have to finish editing it. I have to get approval, um, from the Monroe Institute to post it. And then once that is approved, I can do the upload process on YouTube, which takes so long. Long. Um, Why? Right. Why? They literally take hours and I'm like, no need. It's already right there. You can have the video. And this this YouTube that you're talking about is basically like your, is it your presentation on all of this? So it's the Zoom call between myself and the Monroe Institute's president, Dr. Scott Taylor. The whole the whole thing. So we're just, yeah, I'm going to like kind of segment it. We kind of broke, like we, we had talked before on zoom. So it was kind of like disjointed when we were like having a conversation. Cause it wasn't like, I don't know, it, it was flowing for us, but like for listeners, I'm sure they're going to be like, what? So like, we're going to kind of like segment it. I'm going to make it cohesive, I guess. Cause we were just bouncing around, but yeah, it's the entire thing. We're going to have like our entire like little chats in there too. And um there's there's such a nice moment I haven't posted it yet on TikTok either but it's really really moving and um Dr. Taylor actually got he got messages from his guides I believe he said during the interview and it was it was on camera like it was amazing like you can totally tell the shift and everything and he was very emotional it was amazing and he wanted to elaborate on that so I'm very excited to like have that be a part of it too and like have people see like how real it is this man has a PhD you know what I mean like he's he's an academic too and it's we can converge the two worlds you know what I'm saying it's not so much like oh it's left brain right brain no like it's all together that makes me feel so emotional to like hear like somebody like him on on like a live call saying like I'm getting messages from my guides like oh it's just like a bridge in a way that I'm just like what 
like when you see it i i honestly almost cried like he he actually did cry it was amazing and he was like they just he was like they want you to know that you are so protected it was actually a question i had asked if um this the entities and spirits and stuff because a lot of people had asked if they were good if they were bad like and a lot of people had been kind of speculating if things were like bad from you know any kind of standpoint like oh the government or whatever but he was just like no like and he was like your guides you're like we are infinitely powerful beings like we have guides all around us and then right when he said that it was he just started choking up and like you could see it and he was like whoa and he was like it's he called it a love bomb and he was like it's like a love bomb from like my guides like and he was like it was very clearly for you and your followers and me like to let us all know that like they are here you cannot be hurt like yeah so it's just so powerful like so reassuring to hear that too I can't wait to watch this YouTube. Oh my God. I'm going to finish editing it today. Honestly, I really need, I need to like get that over. I'm so excited to have it like published for everybody. I know everybody's so excited to see it too. Yeah. You're about to be so famous. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the questions that was people were asking a lot. Yes. Yeah, so let me, sorry, let me go back through them. Um, yeah. About the YouTube video, things about that. Um, I'm trying to think of like specifics. I've gotten a lot of different kinds of questions. So I've gotten questions about the actual gateway tapes themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and somebody asked if the audio would work for a neurodivergent person. They have ADHD. Oh. I also have ADHD, like pretty bad, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, it works really well for me. It's honestly the only meditation that's really been able to keep my attention the way that I've, I don't even know how to explain it until you've experienced it. Like it's just so deep and you're like listening and it's a guided meditation. It's this voice and it starts with like, it's like almost like a, so the tapes are old and it's like this man's voice from like the seventies. And he's like, say in your mind, say to yourself, you are more than your physical body. <laughs> it's just so funny. And I love, I love the way that they say it. It just like, I don't know, it resonates for me. Somebody asked if they were like, do they have a younger voice? And I was like, no, chill. I like that voice. <laughs> it like, it's part of the authentic experience. It really is. It literally was like so calming for me. I was like, I don't know. That's it. I love that you brought up the neurodivergence because that's been something that's coming up so much in all of the circles and something I'm looking in for myself because I'm realizing like for the first time in my life that I'm not just like a lazy like ass of a person like my brain just works differently. And totally. Yeah, you're not. No. And so it's good to know like for people who are wondering like, you know, cuz I think it's really difficult for a lot of people to meditate, to focus and they everybody thinks it has to be a certain way that it's like you've got to sit down and you've got to master your brain and focus and it is more gentle than that, wouldn't you say? Totally. Totally more gentle than that because I feel like if you go into it with that approach, it's you're, you're not going to have the results that you need. And you're going to look at it and you're going to be stressed out the whole time you're meditating. And that's not how it should be. You just got to kind of literally like it takes a couple of times. And I always use the analogy of like learning to ride a bike or learning to do any kind of a new skill. You know, you're not going to master it the very first time you get it. Maybe you will. And that'd be cool. But like, if you don't, that's okay, because things take practice. So literally, it's just about getting yourself comfortable and getting comfortable with yourself just being there. It's literally just about just being there and like, just literally feeling everything. Like just 
I don't know, like just taking it all in. And it, I don't know, for me, it's just like such a euphoric feeling. And literally when I come out of meditation, I get irritated. I'm like, why, <laughs> why, why am I here now? <laughs> me back in there. <laughs> I know, I know, literally I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited to like jump into these, into these meditations. And oh my God, please try them. I think you'll love them. Honestly, it's so great. And it starts off like slow and they have affirmations to keep you safe as well they and everything is intention in you know the non-physical world and it's talking about um the the intention of what you expect to encounter what you want to encounter what you want to work with and everything so they do state your affirmations and everything and they they it's like a repeat after me first and then the further you get along into the tapes you kind of memorize it and then they have you do it on your own mm. I love that. Yeah. Well, Steph, do you have anything else that you feel like you want to, that we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about? Um, so I actually did want to make a point on the neurodivergent thing that you had mentioned because um, yeah, our, our brains, no, we totally aren't fucked up or anything like that. It's not that like we just work differently and that's totally fine. Cause like it's whatever. But um, I actually did find a very interesting study in the CIA declassified document database um, it was from some scientists in Brazil researching that mental disorders, quote unquote, such as like ADHD and things like that are just people that can perceive into a different dimension of reality. <sighs> yeah. So they're literally like, they're physically studying that. Like, and they're like, these people like have people with schizophrenia say, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they're like, mm. so it, they're studying that it could, and they did literally like research, they did controls and everything and they set it up and they, so essentially the way that it works is like, if it's the first study of the kind or whatever, and these were like solo scientists in Brazil, I don't, cause you know, there's not a lot of research on this. So they were putting that forth and they, did constrictions on the research essentially to show whether or not it, that was true so they I don't I, I don't forget I'm so sorry the um the exact research that they did I don't recall right now but I could I could share the document with you if you're interested it's very yeah. interesting yeah um so it's really cool because they actually did set up like controls and everything to kind of filter out what was like just coincidental things like that and essentially they came to the conclusion that like nothing else besides the potential that they're just seeing into a different reality was the like that was a conclusion they were like we didn't find any other conclusion well that is that is like completely the opposite of how we've been treating all mental oh yeah it's it's bullshit. It's literally for control. It's a hundred percent for control. And that's why like all the mental institutions in you know, the seventies or back in the day when they were so bad, it's because of this, they literally were like, Oh my God, no, we can't have people thinking God forbid. Take your medication and jump back into the matrix people. <laughs> Stay in your box. Oh my God. This, this totally like this whole neurodivergence, um, like opening up this conversation is is basically a huge push in unplugging us from this matrix matrix because it's it's basically taking the stigmatism away from these people that we have basically said are not part of our community and need to be on medication in order to interact with us, right? Totally right. Oh, and, 
Yep. <laughs> this is so exciting. Like, I can't wait for more of this information to come through. I'm so excited to share. I love that you guys are so excited. And I'm, thank you so much again for wanting to have me on your podcast. I think that oh. is so amazing. I'm so <laughs> excited to be part of it. I'm so glad. Like, I'm like, this is us all day, every day over here. So it's just, it's been so amazing to find the synchronicities and to also notice how the, the, um, the channelings that I'm doing, that I'm seeing others doing are all lining up with this. Like, that we're all riding this wave of understanding that we're moving away from that age of even in the spiritual community of having like one person telling you what is and what isn't because you know even in the, even in a spiritual metaphysical context that's the same thing that patriarchy does it's the same model like it, it doesn't matter like what box you're using it's still a box like you're letting somebody else lead your life and tell you what's right or wrong and everything coming through now is really pushing us in that direction of you are your own sovereign being and you have access to everything uh-huh i love that yeah and that's i feel like that's always like i don't know kind of the underlying vibe that I want to like share to people too and I want people to know like with all this stuff like it's out there and like you are so much more than you think like so much more it's crazy and I just I'm I'm loving that we are literally kicking the stigma literally out like it's who are you not no like there's no stigma to be like spiritual or anything like that there's no stigma to be you know, a little, like, I'm open-minded, okay, you're, and, you know, if somebody were to say something, I'd be like, okay, and that's a little close-minded of you, and that's okay. We're getting to the point now where it's like, oh, you, you don't think these things could exist? That's so lame. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like, we're getting rid of the stigma, we're like, what do you mean? Yeah. We're like, we stigmatizing it, we're like, um, weird. Yeah, it's like, that's no fun at all, like, have fun over there. I, I like that approach. I think that honestly, think about it. No, really think about it. It's like, it's a really good way to like hook people into it. Yeah. I mean, it's flipping the script and everything so fast, right? It seems so like <laughs> it's like this year alone has only been like two months, right? And we're like, everything is just changing so fast in the way uh -huh. that we process and interact and everything. So I am so grateful that you were able to come on here and talk today. Um, I like really don't understand how to use TikTok. So when I reached out to you, like I was just shocked that you could respond to me. <laughs> oh yes, no, I'm so excited. We can connect too. And thank you so much again for having me. This was so amazing. And I love this conversation and I hope everybody else loved it too. I hope so too. And so for everybody listening, I will be posting all of Steph's information, everything that she mentioned here. I'll post it for you guys so you can look at the tapes, find all the links and follow her on TikTok. Are you, I do you do Instagram too? I do Instagram, yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll put all of her things there. And, you know, if you have any questions, you know, reach out, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> do all the things. And I like I said, I can't wait to watch that YouTube and just kind of follow along this journey and see what else comes up. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited as well. And I really do hope to have that YouTube video, like probably up by tomorrow, I'm thinking. So, you yeah. know, it'll come when it comes, right? Totally. Little <laughs> speak for you guys though because I don't think anybody else knows that I haven't posted that on my TikTok either yet so yeah I love it Woohoo! we're first <laughs> have an amazing day Steph thank you so much again thank you so much you too bye bye